All right, well, good morning. Um, so check it out. <clears throat> this week uh, in my house, we've been doing some remodeling, right? How many of you are just a huge fan of remodeling? I don't see many hands. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, my mother's kind of been, um, you know, seeing me quite frustrated throughout the week, and I'll tell you why. So uh, we're remodeling my room, and in that process, we had to move my stuff out in order to paint it. Right, so we're we're gonna paint my room, and uh, and I didn't realize how much stuff that I had accumulated until I had to move it out. Right, that was fun. Said no one ever. Okay, and and you know in the process of moving all that, I was like, wow, I really didn't know that that I wouldn't need that upon the time of buying that. Right. So how many of you have like ten pairs of ten pairs of jeans and you wear like two of them? Yeah, I'm that guy. I have like eight pairs of shoes. I wear three of them, right? And so, in the, you know, seeing all that clutter in my room, is I was just like, wow, that is crazy. I, I did that unknowingly, right? I accumulated that stuff unknowingly, and it kind of really cramped my living space, right? Kind of hindered my enjoyment of, of my living space. So now that my room's kind of coming back together, uh, I'm enjoying it a lot more because there's a lot less stuff, okay? How many of you know that this too can be said about our spiritual lives? Yeah. Yeah, we tend to often accumulate things unknowingly that weigh us down spiritually. Yeah, absolutely. If you will, please turn with me to Matthew chapter 11. We're going to be reading verses 28 through 29. This is the words of Christ. It's one of my favorite passages in the Bible. Matthew eleven, twenty-eight through twenty-nine. When you're there, say, "Got the word." <laughs> cool. All right, and it says, "Come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy burden, and I will give you rest." Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The title of this message is Burned from Baggage. Let us pray. Father, again we thank you for this wonderful time to gather in fellowship. Father, we thank you for a a nice facility that we can gather here in this place in freedom. We don't have to to gather in hiding. We don't have to smuggle scripture. But instead we are so very privileged, God. Lord, I ask that as I preach, place me behind the cross. Make my tongue like the pen of a writer to write your love into the hearts of the people today. Don't let me speak words of my own, but instead words of freedom that are appointed and anointed by your Holy Spirit alone. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we're talking about things that kind of weigh us down and cramp us spiritually, right? So I was thinking, I was like, Lord, what are some things in my life that kind of weigh me down, right? What are some things that that I've accumulated in my spiritual life that are weighing me down? And so this is is the first piece of baggage that that I come up on, right? Expectations, right? Expectations. 
So, so we all have expectations, each and every one of us, right? Expectations from work, expectations from school, uh, expectations from, from family. We all have expectations, right? But, but here's the thing. If we invest more time focusing on our expectations and not enough time spending with God, we will get weighed down. Now, now, I don't want you to get a word bite here and, and start to think, well, I work 40 hours, so I need to spend 40 hours a week with God. Right? How many of you know that, that will never happen? Most likely. I mean, unless you're a monk or something like that. Yeah. But here's my thing. <laughs> I have expectations, right? Every Sunday to be behind that drum set and rock. But before God called me to be a drummer, he called me to be with him. Yeah. Before I was expected to be a drummer, he expected me to be with him. I'm going to go a little deeper. Before, before you were expected to, to, to be a father or to be a worker, or whatever it, whatever it is that you do, whatever makes you, you. Before God ever gave you that expectation, he called you to be with him. I'm going to give a little scripture reference here. I love this. Mark chapter 3, verses 14 through 15. It says, Jesus ordained the twelve, right? That they should be with him. That's the first thing that he did. The second thing he did was he sent them forth to preach, have the power to heal the sick, and to cast out devils. The first thing that he did was he called them to be with him. I have the expectation to preach, but the deal is that if I'm not spending time with God, that preaching is going to be done out of intellect instead of overflow. I have the expectation of playing drums, but if I'm, if I'm not spending time with God first throughout the week, I will then be playing out of talent and not out of overflow. Yeah. Yeah. We need to be spending time with Him. You might not get 40 hours a week with Him, but make it a priority, church. Because I'm telling you what will happen if you're not making it a priority. We focus so much on the expectations, work and school and, and being a parent and putting kids to bed and helping with homework. And you got to meet this deadline and i got to return this email and this text message. And, and this person wanted to have a lunch meeting. It, it'll start to weigh you down. You'll become burned from the baggage. <laughs> think another baggage that, that, that we tend to carry. It's a baggage of fear. Right? This is one for me. I'm a worrier by nature. Right? I have a co-worker. She literally says, Jesse, you overthink, you're overthinking. That's true for those of you who know me on a personal level. I'm a bad overthinker. It's just, it's just what I do. Doesn't make it right. That's what I do. I'm going to tell you, if, if I were the enemy... I would so love to see everyone carrying this bag, right? This would be like my custom coach bag. Like if I were Satan. I know that's weird. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> because here's the thing, like, he wants you to worry about stuff that hasn't even happened yet, right? Fear is like investing worry towards events that have not yet happened. We're so intelligent of a creature, we can scare ourselves, yeah, yeah. So if I can get you invested, investing more time carrying the bag of fear than, than, than spending alone time with God, you then become burned from the baggage. 
I'm a worrier. I am. I have to remind myself, God, <laughs> how do you want me to think? I know that sounds so silly. What do you mean, how, how does he want you to, to think what? Yes. Check this out. Philippians 4.8. Paul says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. These things. And as I'm carrying around this bag being weighed down, God says, Jesse, I need you to worry about these things. Things that are praiseworthy. Things that are true. Things that are concrete. The finished work is more concrete than my worry. Absolutely. Worship is more concrete than my worry. And many of us are carrying this bag of just the unknown. There's a huge gap between what's known and what's unknown. And that's a gap that you are never meant to think about, never meant to worry about. As Paul tells us, think on these things, whatever is lovely and true and pure. There will always be a huge gap between what's known and unknown. But I tell you what I do know. <laughs> I'm going to quote Philippians 4, 1, 3, 4, 13. I'll tell you what I do know. I can do all things through Christ. It gives me strength. I can do that. That I can do. I don't know what I won't be able to do when that time arrives. And to be honest, I don't need to be thinking about that. What I need to be thinking about is the fact that I can do all things through him. And the fact that I need to focus on what is excellent and praiseworthy. Fear. Baggage of fear. Third baggage that some of us carry is the baggage of failure. So, so we talked about carrying, carrying the, the baggage of uh, things that have not happened yet. Let's talk about the past. Things that have happened. Yeah? We all have a past. Whew, I have a past. So, how <laughs> many of you know that, that it's not okay to, to, to regenerate and recycle? Regenerate and recycle things that are, that are not praiseworthy and true and honorable and good and instead recycle what they said about you. Instead, recycle and regenerate what they did. Yeah, we've all, we've all had a fallout. I've had a bunch. A fallout, a breakup, a fall through. I'm here to tell you that, that if we invest our time carrying the baggage of, of what went wrong, and, and God, I thought that, that I was going to get that job, or God, I did get the job, and it's, you know, it's not what I thought it would be. God, I really didn't expect that person to say that about me. I, I really didn't think that, that they would go that far. Yeah. God, I, I didn't think that, that I would lose that house. I didn't think I would, I would lose that relationship. You can't change what's happened. But what you can do is you can set your eyes on Christ. Watch what God tells Samuel in 1 Samuel 16.1. The Lord said to Samuel, how long will you grieve over Saul? How long will you grieve over Saul? Since I have rejected him from being king over Israel. 
Samuel, I want you to fill your horn with oil and go, and I'm going to send you to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided myself a king amongst his sons. That's a new thing. That's a, see, see, Samuel at that point in time was given a promise. He didn't have the present. He had the promise. Yeah. He was so focused on his past, though, that he couldn't even, he couldn't even fully grasp the fullness of the promise. Many of you know that God has a promise for you. That's not my opinion. That's the word. God has something special for you. But I'm here to tell you, it's going to be a slow crawl if we continue to recycle and regenerate what they did, what he said, what she said, that ugly text message, that ugly look, the rejection. Yeah. Yeah. There's another bag that I carry. Check it out. It's the baggage of my sin. You see what's happening, right? This this guy right here. Man, if anyone were to find out about this, I'd be so embarrassed. I'd be humiliated. I mean, how can I take this to Christ? I mean, it's, it's just like the worst thing ever. That's what the enemy wants you to think. Yeah. See, the enemy's job is to move your eyes from the Savior to the sin. He wants you to move you from a place of peace and into a place of condemnation. Into a place of guilt. Into a place of, of just unworthiness. And when he's able to shift your eyes from... From the, from the Savior to the sin, we then come to a place of shame. We say, I, I got to carry this. There's no one. I mean, I've done this so many times, and I've picked up this bag so many times, and I've carried this for so long that, that I feel that it's become a part of me. That's a false philosophy, church. That's not true. That's not real. I'm going to tell you what's real. I'm going to tell you the realest thing that you've probably ever heard or ever will hear. Ready? God loves you. See, that wasn't deep. That wasn't philosophical. That, no. God loves you. Period. Not God loves you if. He loves you because. See, that's a condition. That's a condition. Yeah. My mother loves me not because. She just loves me because of me. And I'm here to tell you that God loves you because you're you. He just wants you. But he wants a different version of, of you. He doesn't want you looking like this, carrying all this baggage. This is not meant for you to carry. It's not meant for you to carry. It's too big for you. It will outlast you. No matter how strong you think you are. Even me as a minister, I accumulate things in my spiritual life. Often, and often God says, Jesse, over here big guy. You're focused so much on your effort alone. I need you to shift from there to a place of resting at my feet. The first verse that we covered was Matthew 11, 28-29. Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Now a yoke, Jesus often spoke in, uh, in, uh, in his parables, he gave, he gave examples of farming. Right? Farming was very big in the ancient Near East. 
It was very cultural. Kind of like it is here in the South, but, but even more so. A yoke was, was a heavy wooden harness that would go over, over cattle or oxen or donkeys, right? And, and they were used for plowing and farming. Very heavy object. Much like these bags. Much like the things that we carry. Jesus says, you know what? I love you so much, I'm going to carry those for you. He says, I want those. I know some of you are thinking, Jesse, that's easier said than done. Yeah. But I've got good news. We're a body of Christ. You're not in this alone. You notice how it's not like just you sitting here in this, you and me sitting here in this church. That'd be kind of weird. Right? It's a body. There's many of us. This might freak some of you out, but look around. This is God's best. It is. Oh boy. That, okay, bad example. Moving forward. <laughs> Galatians 6.2 says, Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. There have been a few times this week where I've had to call on some of my elders. Where I've had to call on Tammy, on Susan, on Bobby, on Mark. Hey guys, I'm going through the ringer. And this baggage is starting to weigh me down. And I'm going to be honest. I know Christ says, come to him. He didn't say, come to me perfect, completely perfect. He just says, come. Come boldly. Come the way you know how. But, but, but i got to be honest. I'm so weighed down that I'm kind of at a crawl. I'm here. I'm not this big, tough, strong Jesse right now about Wednesday or Thursday throughout the week. Sometimes we have to call upon our brothers and sisters. Hey, Carrie, I need some help. Jessica, I need some help. Frank, I need some help. Brother, I need you to take this bag for me. Will you help me carry this to the cross? Because I'm going to be honest right now, I'm too weak to do so. We're called to help each other. You're not in this race alone. There's more to it than just you. See, the devil wants to isolate you. Notice, notice the middle letter. Here in the word sin is I. I. Me. He wants to isolate me and make me think that he wants me to focus so much on self, self, that I forget that there are others that surround me that love me. He wants me to focus so much on the weight of the stuff that I carry and forget that there is hope in Christ and there's beauty in fellowship. Church, I want to remind you of that today. As I close, as I invite you to this altar, I want to ask you, man, are you carrying some stuff? I know I am. If I sat here and preached on myself for the, I don't know how long I've been, maybe 15, 20 minutes, that's okay. I got a blessing from it. But I got some stuff that I carry that I need to surrender. Maybe you're strong right now. Maybe you're like, you know, Jesse, I I feel pretty good. Well, that's awesome. Maybe you need to ask God for the courage to help someone else. Church, I'm going to ask you to come and pray. I'm inviting you to this altar to surrender those bags. I'm going to be up here. I'll, I'll be the first one. And in doing so, I want you to remember Romans 8.1. For there is now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. If you're looking for freedom, like a real freedom... 
from expectations, freedom from fear, anxiety, freedom from your past, freedom from sin. You can get some freedom this morning. Not partial freedom, but a true freedom only the Holy Spirit can give. Whatever it is you need to surrender, I want you to know that's available this morning. Not according to Jesse, but according to Jesus. Like I said, maybe you're doing good, maybe you're doing fine. Worship team, or Brian, could I have you something play something soft, man? I really feel like there's, I'm speaking to somebody. I play it off often, guy. Like, I put on the smile, like I do. Like, I'm good, I'm good, yeah. But there's some stuff I need to surrender. Like I said, I'm going to be the first one at this altar. If you've got some baggage, some things you've been carrying for a long time, come surrender it this morning. And if you think you're good, awesome, please ask God to give you the courage to help someone else. Amen. Let's respond to God's word.